Well, it's a beautiful morning, and we're coming to you from outside the scary basement. That's right, today we are out in a regular park, surrounded by birds chirping, lush green grass, and an ice cream guy pushing around a little cart and ringing his bell. And I always wonder, like, why that's okay. You know, you can't just disturb a neighborhood with a bell all day. My name's Mikey McCaller. And I'm Roxy Polk, and we're here today to give you a little treatsy. A preview of a new podcast series Mikey and I are on. It's called the Super Mario 64 Games Club. On the Super Mario 64 Games Club, Roxy and I have essentially joined a book club, but it's for a video game. We're going to get together with our friends Jeremy Schmidt from Video Games, a comedy show, Connor McCabe from Call Me By Your Game, July Diaz from Inside Video Games Classic, and Nick Costanza and Tyler Schnupp from Reactivators. And we're going to talk about one of the greatest and if I may say, scariest video games of all time, Super Mario 64. And Mario 64 is a scary game. There's like a massive eel swimming around in the water. The paintings are haunted portals to other scarier dimensions. And there's a ghost level that has a piano that does a jump scare and chomps you with its piano teeth. And don't forget, all the turtles and Goombas Mario's fighting are devils from hell. Are they? I always thought they were just, like, little minion guys. Mm, Bowser has horns. That's devil. Anyhow, we're dropping the first of our 12-episode Mario 64 Games Club here today for free. If you like it and you want to hear more, head on over to the Super NPC Radio Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. There, you're going to sign up at the $10 DJ Toad tier. That subscription will also get you Press X to Scream, an extra episode of Scary Basement all about horror video games, as well as the Super NPC podcast, which Mikey and I will commandeer once a month to talk video games. Plus, you get tons of extra episodes from Jeremy, Connor, July, Nick, and Tyler, all about video games. It's a great deal. It's a great time. Hop on it. So please enjoy the Games Club, and we're going to enjoy this beautiful day. I am going to kick the shit out of that ice cream guy, though. Mario! Welcome, one and all, patrons, to the Super Mario 64 Games Club. This is our first episode. Wow! Super exciting! Super Mario 64 exciting. I'm uh, your host, Jeremy Schmidt. A couple of uh, housekeeping things before we get into the episode proper. You might be listening to this episode on patreon.com slash supernpcradio, or you might be listening to it on a free feed much later. Well, I'm here to tell you that this show originally aired on patreon.com slash supernpcradio, and I bet you if you're listening to this in the future, if you go over there right now, we're probably covering something else. Uh, we, you know, who knows? It, we might all be dead, but we might be covering something else. So, uh, it's a good time over there. This, uh, this show ex- exists on the $10 DJ Toad tier, but we have a lot of shows and a lot of offerings at that tier, as well as on smaller tiers as well. 
Um, this is a Games Club uh, format show, reformatted, I guess, from our, our traditional Games Clubs. Uh, we used to cover, like, every game in a series of games, and we're trying something a little different this time. We're going to be covering one game, uh, but breaking it down into very small parts, sort of you know, uh, going over the game with a fine tooth, a tooth, fine tooth comb. Is it the comb has fine teeth, or is it a finely Very tuned fine, like, li- like comb. little baby like, teeth? It's baby's fucking teeth. fine teeth, dude. Yeah, fine teeth comb. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are uh, so that's how we're going to be covering it, much like you would cover a book in a traditional books club. Um, we have again. Uh, a, because this is part of a Patreon uh, and a bit of a network, if I do say so myself, we uh, have bonus content from the show's video games, a comedy show, Call Me By Your Game, Reactivators, uh, Scary Basement Podcast, Inside Video Games Classic with July, all of which has their own little unique offerings sort of scattered throughout the, the Patreon. It's a good time over there. Um, but enough about all of that businessy stuff. Let's get into it. I'm going to introduce everybody on the panel today. There's quite a few of us here. Um, I, you know, we're all going to try to make the each episode if we can. But there's a good chance, almost a hundred percent chance, that we all won't be able to make it every single time on these recordings, uh, which is totally fine because this is a, there's a lot of people here. And and um, uh, yeah, I actually and, have to go now. Is that okay? You have to leave right now. This moment, yeah. This very moment? Okay. Well, uh, do you want me to introduce you first and then you'll go? No, that's okay. Okay. Well, we'll see you later. Uh, and you'll just be... You'll, I'll, the listener will just be guessing who that was, you know? Was, yeah, was that... Was it a... They'll have a few context yeah. clues. One is the person's voice and two is who would make that joke uh, on the network consistently? Yeah. Uh, so there's a few few context clues for the listener. Right. Or was that some kind of guest celebrity that we had booked, but then ran out of time doing the intro? With, by the time they're listening know. to it. Was that Russell Brand? Did we have Russell Brand on the show and they had to leave very quickly? Uh, you'll never know. Uh, the panel today exists... Uh, we are seven. We have uh, Connor McCabe here. Connor, hello. My, my Patreon partner, Connor McCabe. Hello, uh, I'm so excited to be here, uh, and I just have one thing to say, and that is L is real, 2401. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> That's for all uh, the conspiracy theorists out I there. I love this. Uh, welcome to the show, Connor. I'm excited to have you here. We also have the reactivators, Nick Costanza and Tyler Schnupp. Hello, fellas. Hello, we're the same person. We're the same person, and we only have one thing to say. What is it? It's coming. Oh, okay. Why didn't that work? Buffering? Buffering? It is buffering. There it is. Whoa. Is that a, <laughs> is that a bonk? That's a bonk, bonk, bonk. That's a bonk boy voice. right there. Yeah. yeah I can't I, believe I, I had it loaded up for a while. That's pretty good. That's pretty, if, <laughs> imagine if it triggered right away. Yeah. Like perfectly timed. Yeah, it would have been great. Yeah, uh, uh, Tyler t- and Nick are also uh, part of the Bonk Boys, which is uh, a Patreon exclusive show here on Patreon.com slash Super NPC Radio. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes, mm-hmm, it's correct. I just want to say to the listeners, hello from the future, and to uh, past Nick. I just want to say, remind Tyler to load your sound effect before you play it. 
Okay. Great. I like this. Yeah. I have, I have, I'm so sorry to immediately get us off the rails here. <laughs> but wouldn't you be, and correct me if I'm wrong, wouldn't you, aren't you past Nick saying hi to future Nick? I guess it depends on your perspective. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, it's like giant magic in God of War Ragnarok. You know, sometimes the past mm-hmm. is the present, the present is the yeah. past. Okay, uh, I'm I'm on board now. Thank you. True. Okay. And I'd just like to say hello to all the people in the future as um, future me is dead. I have right. been I have been looking. I've been doing a lot of tarot readings, not looking good for your boy. So <laughs> <laughs> might not even make it to two episodes of this games club. Oh good, my good god. <laughs> well, I hope that's not the case. I'll be praying uh for you nonstop. Thank um, you for your prayers. Yeah. Oh, and uh this is past Jeremy talking to future Jeremy. If I am, uh, uh, if I'm dead, if you are dead, uh, uh, July did it. Um, okay. Uh, Michael McCaller and Roxy Pope from Scary Basement Podcast. Hello. Hello. What's happening? Uh, new to the Patreon family. This is sort of our first little <laughs> outing together. This is our first little taking a stroll around the credenza. It's exciting. Yeah. We're holding hands and uh, holding our breath and jumping off the, the bow of the ship together. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> um, your podcast is a horror movie podcast, but you what you bring to the Patreon is a, a, like a horror games sort of uh, podcast. Uh, yes, it's called uh, Press X to Scream, and uh, we'll be launching it this month. Beautiful. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Very exciting. Think. We like horror movies, horror games, all things spooky. I'm excited to have you both here. And uh, last but not least, we have July Diaz. Hello, July. Hello, hello. You, I'm here to take place of July. It's me, Russell Brand, isn't it? Isn't it? I don't know, is it? Isn't it? <laughs> you would know. I just like him. <laughs> well, it is me, isn't it? Yeah. Always the last to know. I am, I am. Um... Okay, well, we have uh, an ep- a great episode lined up for you today. So we're gonna this is our this is our inaugural episode. It's the first uh, uh, coverage of Super Mario sixty four. T- today we're gonna go easy on y'all. We're gonna just we're not we're not even getting really into the game so much as we're talking about our history, the history and context of the game itself, and. Um, you know, uh, I guess we will talk about the title screen, and there's a lot to talk about with the title screen. We got the big head, folks. We're going to talk about the big head. Um, I want to start by saying that this game came out in 1996. Uh, well, I, let's go around and do everyone's personal history with the game and what we were doing in 1996. Um, I'll go first to give everyone a little <laughs> chance to think about it. Uh, I, uh, was living in, uh, Carson, uh, California, um, at the time I lived in a mobile home with my sister and my parents and, uh, we, we were about to move to Texas. So it would be a couple of years and we were going to move to Texas, but, uh, the N64 uh, came out this year. It was a big year and I got it for uh christmas um which was a huge deal like a huge deal uh this was a a very highly sought after video game console all the kids in the trailer park wanted a taste of the n64 no games though i got no games with it um 
So uh, I had to rent Mario 64. And um, yeah, my history with the game is like that. And then a little bit of seeing it at kiosks at Target. Boy, this thing lit me up pretty good. I was like uh, pretty obsessed with this and 3D gaming becoming a big thing. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, let's see, I was nine years old in this game when I finally got my hands on this game. So that's my history. Connor McCabe. Now, I don't, know how this happened but i didn't know that this i don't remember knowing that this game and console came out in the year 1996 i knew mario on a close personal basis called him by just his first name uh because my family when i grew up we had an nes so i played the first super mario brothers and the second and when i would go and visit my family in st louis they had the third didn't even know super mario world world was a thing but at some point in before Christmas 1998, I'm assuming the fall, I, I'm kind of picturing it as the summer. I also walked into a Toys R Us and saw a Nintendo 64 kiosk with this game plugged into it. And it immediately, I think, warped my brain in a way that I still haven't recovered Whoa! from. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> unfortunate, honestly. Um, oh, no. But I knew I had to have it that Christmas. I did get a Nintendo 64 that didn't come with this game. It came with King Griffey Jr. Uh, Major League Baseball, but I did receive this game along with, uh, you can see over here, I've got a little uh, Bowser plushie right here. Um, mm. And then I, it also, my parents also got me in my st Christmas stocking, a uh, little Mario wing cap plushie, which I'll show all of you uh, <gasps> right here. So this Whoa. is from, from the Witch. When the game came out, yeah, it's pretty cute little guy. He's in pretty good condition. He's cute, um, isn't it? And... <sighs> This immediately became one of my favorite games of all time. It was a very formative game for me. Uh, it's one that I revisit uh, quite often on many in many different ways, from whether it be my old console or the virtual console, or now Switch Online. And it's my uh, we did a ranking of our top favorite games on my podcast last year, and I can tell you it sits at number three. Although I was thinking about it, it might be number two. Nice. This might be. Yeah, I, I guess I should say this is my number. One maybe I if they think it's like oh it, wow I think it might be my number one um yeah that Mario Fever probably at its highest I think around the launch of this game um in the nineties Roxy Polk what's your history with this game and what were you doing in ninety six <laughs> uh I'm really bad with remembering specific dates so there will be some vagaries here but uh we didn't get it we meaning like my household until long after it had released i guess but like the 64 was still popular we got a playstation one before we got a nintendo 64 nice. so we were a little bit later to it and i'm sure this will come up when we're talking about the history but i actually played croc legend of the gobos before i ever played <laughs> mario 64 yes <laughs> yes that will come up for sure we will be talking a lot about croc not just on this episode but throughout the entire run of this <laughs> uh but this game was the world amazing. experienced in that same order yeah yes, exactly right yeah <laughs> right uh so this was a game that like me and my brother played together because the n64 was his system which uh i'm not bitter mm. about totally not <laughs> i have lingering <laughs> resentments interesting <laughs> coveting that 64 um but we would trade off like playing levels and kind of like trying to discover stuff and uh i have a lot of really great memories attached to this game and kind of just like discovering this world as a kid that mm. was a ton of fun 
Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, July Diaz, what is your history with this game? What were you doing in 96? How old were you specifically? How old were you maybe around this time? <laughs> um, do you still believe in God? Yeah. Oh, did I believe in I I do think I believed in God at this time. <laughs> I still believed in both God and Santa in 96. <laughs> I, I, I did too. So that gives you a little clue of how old I was. Mm, diapers. Probably. I also believe <laughs> they were the same person. Sure. Sure, they look the same. That's yeah, fair. The, in pictures. Yeah. They often feel like they're an allegory in a lot of the Christmas movies. So. Totally. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus looks like hot Santa. Yeah, that's <laughs> I not sad enough. I think it's reverse for me. <laughs> Oh, okay. Santa's yeah. hot Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah, if Jesus got hotter, he would be <laughs> Santa Claus. Yeah, bigger totally. and whiter. Oh, bigger and older. Yeah. And better. <laughs> and better and, and better dressed. Yeah. And beard That's for that. sure. Yeah. Um so my history with the I don't think I ever got it was not my first game for the 64. I didn't I, I I got it. When did Smash Brothers come out? Do you know? 1999. Yeah. That's when I got the 64, I think, because that's the first 64 game I got. Mm. And I do think my household had a PlayStation 1 first. So that's... So it was a while before I got my hands on Mario 64. But once I did, it... I mean, it's an instant classic. What can we say? It's almost, it's the type of game that you can, you know, maybe not keep your hands off it while you're recording a podcast. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. not that I'm playing it while we're speaking, but no, no, I would have assumed that. Um, and I've also played, I don't know how much we're going to talk about this, but various ports of the game. Yeah. So, mm. uh, I definitely want to know, um, Maybe Maybe afterwards, where we're playing it. That's more of my time is spent playing the the DS version, I'd say. Oh, cool. What? (laughs) Me too. That's very... What? Yeah. But, but... You dropped that way too subtly. That was like sauntering into a room and saying, Kennedy's been shot. What are you... (laughs) I mean, you yeah. like put out that cigarette, a, July. Out of control. Stop being so relaxed right now. What what a day! What a terrible day that was. Learning that news, waking up to that news that Kennedy was shot. Right. Okay. This kind of screws mm. up my age assumption. Then which it, Kennedy? <laughs> yeah. Any, anyway, last thing I'll say, and then I'll won't talk again. Ever. Okay. <laughs> um. I played this game a lot when I was so I had some sort of medical thing happen. Doctors didn't know what it was. This is true. Mario and, Fever? Uh, yeah. yeah it was Mario Fever. I think ultimately, <laughs> I think ultimately they figured out it was Mario kids. Fever. But I played this game in a hospital. I don't know if you remember this. They had these like rolling uh game mm-hmm. systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Caller shaking his head. Uh yes. And I think that's the most hands-on experience I had with the original Mario 64 playing it at a hospital when I was wow. there for like a weekend. 
Mm. Been trying to figure out what was wrong with me, and ultimately it was Mario Fever. Right. They were trying to get the hat and fake mustache off of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kept growing mm-hmm. back. It, it kept, kept like the Santa Claus. It just like, kept growing yes. on your yeah. Yeah. Wow. And maybe is Mario hotter Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> Mario and Santa are dressed very similarly. I'll say. Yeah, I will say, Jason. yeah, uh, Mario might be a young Santa. Just is the midpoint between Mario and Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I always thought he was young <laughs> Sheldon. Secret lore. Yeah. yeah. Miyamoto's keeping it under wraps, but I'm sure in the future when they allow Mario to age, we'll find out the truth. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's that's wild uh, to think about. Um, but ultimately, the payoff is great for that. The, oh, yeah. The, the, the very end reveal of Mario is that he is Santa the whole time. Wow. Who? Uh, oh, oh. Oh. oh no <laughs> mushroom kingdom ho ho uh nick yeah. are you what's your history with this game and where were you on 1996 and how dare you where was i on 1996 i don't want to incriminate myself <laughs> washington dc yeah perhaps <laughs> maybe texas the grassy knoll <laughs> uh well um as a Proud Italian American Mario has always been a hero of mine. (laughs) (laughs) The true story, and I will actually be sincere, is that um, this was the first three. (laughs) Mario 64 was the first three dimensional video game I saw, and it was magical then, and it's magical now. I just, I still remember seeing it and just being so blown away. Um, it was in, I, I was at somebody's house. I watched over their shoulder running Santa. through the carpeted hallway, jumping into the, uh, bob painting. I loved it so much. And then, um, like, uh, a punishment from the old Testament, I went home and, uh, the friend who showed it to me had given me chicken pox. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it was like, I tasted forbidden fruit and was immediately yeah. smote. Mm-hmm. Nick, you have such a long history of getting to play a transcendent game, but also getting a debilitating disease at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. Wait, this isn't the first time this has happened. Nick, what the day that basically, I think the day that Ragnarok came out got COVID, and oh then, my God. Uh, and then had to buy it digitally because he couldn't go out in the wild. <laughs> it's true. No, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, That's okay. a bummer, Nick. I'm sorry about those pox, baby. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Tyler Schnapp, what's your history of this game, and where were you in 1996? 1996, Long Beach, California. Picture a child of divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, just sort of not really caring that much about it uh, as I was too young. Uh, uh, How old was I, six at the time? Uh, no, I was probably feeling it. Um, yeah, what? <laughs> I was feeling it. Um, my so my mom, of course, was more of a PlayStation household. Got it. She, she had a PS One. My dad, he's starting to ball out at this point. He's okay. single. He's like, I don't care. I mean, I got a son now. It was in 1997. Revenge purchase N64. Oh, <laughs> you play N64 wow. at my house. You know, that's sick. I get it. It was that was pretty tight. Um, And so the three games that were that I that are forever linked in my head, the the three N64 games, mm-hmm. this one, Mario 64. Yep. 
Ocarina of Time, and of course, Chef's Love Shack. <laughs> is that a South Park game? Yes, yeah. it is. The South Park games were fucking awesome. On the they were 64. sick. They were was that sick the game show one? Yes, it, yes, yeah. it was. Okay. And there were answers I could never, I, I couldn't answer those. Oh, so it was like a trivia game? Yes, and then there were mini games, and you could be like, you know, it was like butts in space or something. Okay. What does Sounds... Cartman want you to respect? I, in yeah. this game? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a, a. authority. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, do you still have a copy of this game? Um, I th- it was at my dad's house. We um, need to do something with this. Chef's yeah. Love Shack. We should yeah, stream we need to, like, this. Even July should stream. In, in Chef's Love Shack. You should, you should, yeah, <laughs> you should stream. Do it. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you'll, uh, yeah. You'll hear all about our chocolate salty balls, which comes up <laughs> quite a bit in the game. If you oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. I, I was still. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. Well, great, McCaller. Um. You are. I will. I want to single you out on this episode because you. I. We all love Mario sixty four mm-hmm. on this episode. I. I. I love it a lot. You might love it more than me. I love it a lot. Yeah. Uh, Mario sixty four is one of my thirty five second favorite games of all time. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and so it, it, yeah, it's it's. I'm sorry. Behind, of course. Resident uh, Evil 2. I will oh. not answer whether I mean the remake or the original because that would betray it. Cool. <laughs> the answer is Resident Evil 2. Betrayus. Uh, betray, Atreus betrayed us. I said Betrayus. Oh, okay. Good. Well, yeah, it's uh, this is a game. I remember this game specifically came out pretty close. This is like when maybe when I was starting to follow video game news. Mm. And I had neither a Super Nintendo nor a Nintendo 64 when it was like coming out. And I feel like I got a Super Nintendo right as the N64 was coming out. So I remember being very confused at the difference between this game and Mario RPG, which I feel like it came out maybe a, a couple months or even a year after. So it's like, well, what we've got these polygonal Marios and sometimes he's friends with Bowser and sometimes he's throwing him into bombs. I couldn't wrap my brain around the difference between them. But I too remember going to a, a video game store, like a, a Funko Land, I guess it must have oh, been. Wow. Prototypical GameStop. And trying to play it and using the D-pad and Mario not moving and being upset i was like no i can't control him with a stick he uses a d-pad and then one day when i did play it on the nintendo ds and it was on a d-pad i was just as upset i couldn't win <laughs> yeah there's no winning there no winning no it's a I, real I, rock in a hard place <laughs> but yeah we eventually got a nintendo 64 for christmas uh, a year or two later and mario 64 is the one game you get with it and yeah i've gotten 120 stars uh, four 40 times in my life i think yeah. i just just it's like my comfort game yeah you watch a lot of speed runs of this game too i mean we used to live together and i just <laughs> that's something i remember about you is you'd throw on you throw on a speed run and all the time <laughs> in this game and kind of watch right yeah while i had responsibilities <laughs> yeah well you were doing other stuff usually you were like writing or something had it no no just concentrating fully on the game, learning yeah. all the strats. Yeah, just, yeah. You're, like, you you're least... supposed to pick me up from the airport. Yeah, and you... I was like, you don't... You at least had ordered a pizza or something. You were doing okay. something. Maybe yeah. you were eating a pizza. Sounds right. Hey, that's multitasking. Right, um, yeah. I 
Jeremy, I actually think this is a really good time to read uh, the listener comment. Yeah, let's not. let's hear <laughs> it. Um, so this is also a reminder to anyone listening to this, uh, especially if you're listening to it as it's coming out, because that's the only time this is going to be possible for you, is that uh, we're going to have an opportunity for you to leave a comment on each section of the game as we go through it. So keep an eye out for those posts on Patreon. We'd love to hear uh, what you have to say in your memories. Uh, but from Chaz Cheeto on the Patreon, we have a comment. It says here, personal history. My siblings and I somehow owned an N64 and never owned Mario 64 for it. We probably rented it five or six times, needing to start a new save every time. And we had neighbors whose houses we would play it at. I didn't 100% the game until the DS freak make, they say. <laughs> so kind of some similarities yeah. between Jeremy's history with it and also some of you, uh, you DS perverts on here. Yeah, the DS per... Yeah, I, I wonder... I actually didn't even think about the DS game in terms of how what in, in terms of like it, how much are we going to talk about that on this? I, I would just say full up. May, sure, full, but full own series, probably. Okay, full own really full own <laughs> series. Because why? Because Consec- I can be Yoshi con- in it. Consecutive no. series with this one, I will host it. Okay, fine. Parallel think, series, perhaps? Uh, yeah. I think that it would be cool at some point if someone or a few someones who played the DS1 have the energy and want to record a bonus episode uh, on sure. it. Because I think there's enough unique stuff in it to give it its day in the sun. Uh, but other than that, I think like a comment here and there from us. But we don't. I think we're focusing on the N64 version here. I, yeah, I, I guess I would. Yeah, if you if there's anything, if like we're talking about it and you want to bring up the ds version or something that happens in the ds game as as a comparison point bring it up okay. it doesn't yeah right. I'm, I'm into that, that. Um, i'm fine with that but i am going to be pretending that i'm playing wario the whole time yes okay good <laughs> and me too because he's my yeah, favorite and that was actually that. was gonna be a comment for a future episode i was gonna be like well this level just imagine you being wario in this <laughs> Okay. And, uh, yeah imagine you being wario but you have to play it with a d-pad great so it's my bit now or july's I don't know. I no, guess I'm just agreeing July with what I was going to say. Co-opted it. You guys can share it. You guys want to share the bit? Sure. Joint custody. Um, All I okay. really have to say about the DS version, real quick, is that uh, <laughs> I uh, it was the first time I played the game all the way through. It was on the DS. Really? Wow. And that's, that's actually the same for me too. Amazing. And not just to keep talking about the DS version. Uh-huh. Same for me. Right. All right. As, as Wario. Though. Tyler's never... officially got custody of the bit. I can yeah. see. Wow. Tyler, you're the owner. <laughs> Who cares about it more and really treasures their I've bit? I've never beaten the DS version of the game, although I have played quite a bit of it, and um, it's fun. I, 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 you know, if you get that thing on a 3DS, it almost, and you're using the slider instead of the D-pad, it almost feels... KK slider. Right. Except you have to dedicate a run button i don't know if i love that but here's uh, the thing for me i i received it as a gift right before i got to take a flight to london um ooh, where you like, got to Ebola. Cure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah to cure the chicken pox <laughs> uh, yeah i needed life-saving treatment over there <laughs> um, boy and, london's uh, a great place mate you know no it? russell no you're anti-vax, Russell. Not me. Mm-hmm. Vaccine saved my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I don't know. Just being able to sit there and having to having a game to play for ten hours or however long it was, um, I got me got me into it. It was fun. That's I love awesome. playing as Wario. Yeah, 
Um, I really, really quick before we move on to uh, yeah, historical no context about and history. Uh, him saying Wario, but okay. Uh, I want to know where <laughs> everyone is playing this game for for the show, and if you're playing it in multiple places, that's totally fine too. But I'm playing it on original hardware, uh, on my TV through a retro tink, so it's like um, whatever you when it's not, like not the AV clubs, but you have like the what's the S video cable? <laughs> I'm using yeah. S video yeah, cable, yeah, the red, white, and yellow ones. But not instead of a yellow, which is the video, it's, it's like green. an S video. It's not. It's not. It's a different plug. Oh, yeah, HDMI. It, but it, that routes to HDMI into my <laughs> TV, That's and I'm cool. using a Retro Fighter wireless controller uh, from the company Retro. Uh, fighter who makes a lot of great uh, modern controllers. They designed some modern controllers for old consoles like the Dreamcast and N64. Okay, well, that's good to know. That'll be coming up later. Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Connor, how are you playing this game? Um, I am currently playing on the Nintendo Switch Online expansion um, using the N64 controller that was made for the Switch. Um, I do want to also simultaneously play it on the n64 i just didn't feel like setting it up because i'd have to move a few (laughs) retro stuff uh so i think before the next episode i'll honestly be playing two versions of it at the same time because i I want to one controller in each hand yeah i'm gonna really fully go like golden eye whatever it was i might play the ds version at the same time (laughs) it's getting a little hype apparently so maybe we should i'm getting fomo i've always wanted it (laughs) yeah look at who has fomo now i hear you can play as wario i heard this yeah uh roxy how you playing it for the show uh so i am playing it from the super mario 3d all-stars collection on the switch oh great yeah because i do not have custody of the original nintendo 64 or game cartridge my brother has that Mm. he got that when we became adults and moved out unfortunately that's a very interesting version of that game i've a a very uh, i love that version it's a great version july how you uh switch at least i know that but what version (laughs) um i'm playing it uh, right the D- DS version no. on the Switch. No, you're not. What? Which <laughs> version of the original game are you playing on your Switch? I'm playing. So I'm playing as this character. You might have heard of him, Mario. Okay. But I am picturing <laughs> a different character. You might have heard of him, Wario. Right. In its place. Okay. Good. It's a good bit. Okay, McCaller, how are you playing that for the show? Well, I um, I'm definitely gonna be playing it on the Switch. I did. I ordered that. N64 controller a long time ago and it was just sitting unopened on my desk. I finally cracked it open <gasps> for this. But um I actually uh I just played through it a couple weeks ago. Um do we think it's better on 3D All-Stars or Switch Online? Cuz I've got I think I think it's I think it's better on 3D All-Stars because they fix they did fix a bunch of stuff in it. Okay. They 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 fixed like some frame rate. They fixed his hat. The M was like the M on his cap in the original version is like kind of like it's not like symmetrical. It's got like yeah, a little design tell. flourish to it. And the All-Stars version, it's like perfectly centered M on his cap. Okay. Uh, that would bother me. The uh, graphics are upscaled on the 3D All-Stars version as well. You know how there's the icons too that show like mm-hmm. a little Mario's head with a number of lives or like the coins or stars you have? Mm-hmm. On Switch Online, they're still using, I think, I believe the original um patterns or their images that they have for those so they're pixelated but the mm-hmm. 3d all-stars they did 
really clean them up and they're very sharp yeah. but the ui is how, different yeah i don't know how much of a difference that's i don't know if there's any gameplay difference yeah i and and you're you're playing the 3d all-stars version with the n64 controller mccaller yes oh awesome hmm. I, I'm, I'm i'm glad to hear that that works very well that looks works well well we're excited for it yep uh tyler how I you haven't tried this it game? yet oh really oh <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm playing this point by point review, Mikey, so we could all also buy that controller. So, yeah, uh-huh. I have I'm I need it. it. Yeah, I'm going to need it because yeah, that's okay. where I'm going with this. Wait, what's happening? I'm playing this on original hardware with my original game wow. from childhood. Wow. wow. Amazing. Um, I bought a controller off a child months ago on OfferUp. And I want to say. I'm coming for you, jackass. Because <laughs> you oh, sold no. me a bunk controller. <gasps> oh, no. Bunk controller for the bunk boy? And I don't have the sound effect ready. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Well, How is it bunk? It doesn't work. Oh, man. It's And it's like, he was very cute. He came out with his grandma. I paid him $35 cash. 35 For a single wow. controller? It yes. didn't work? Didn't work. Dude, we got to yeah. roll up there, Big Lebowski style. Yeah, I'm going to be leaning on my car. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, and he's going to um, come out and I'm going to say, you remember me? Come here. Yeah. I've, I've got a spare you can borrow whenever you'd like it. Thank you very much. Unless you want to do the bunked up version. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> unless I want to watch the, uh, the title sounds, screen. Sounds like you like it. Sounds no. like you kind of like the bunked up version. Okay, the beginning great. of a romantic comedy. I feel like by the end, Schnapp and this bunk controller are going to be mm-hmm. a real cute couple. Oh, oh. stop that old thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, how are you playing the game? I am playing it on NSO. Nintendo Switch Online. Great. Perfect. <laughs> great. Um, cool. Okay, so. I'm going to follow up. <laughs> Do you need one? <laughs> no, but it'd be nice to be asked. Okay, uh, what controller are you playing with? Uh, the normal Joy-Cons. All right, great. Okay, nice. we're go- <laughs> we're moving on. Uh, Didn't so ask me either, but okay. 1996 uh, is when this game came out. Let's put ourselves back back there, f- folks. Let's get back into to 96. Some, some no, 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 exactly. Okay. Uh, Ow. Something's hurting me. <laughs> uh, we have uh, we have some world events. Uh, I say world events. They're pretty. <laughs> they're pretty much U.S. <laughs> events. I don't know why I said world. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl in 1996. Mm. Uh, Adam Sandler founds Happy Madison Productions in 1996. Mm. Bill Clinton is president. Uh, Monica. Hotmail starts in 1996 you've got oh, hotmail wow. <laughs> the first game of thrones novel is published uh tupac shakur is killed in 1996 oh. rupert murdoch launches fox news in 1996 oh. um and 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 yes for the good and the bad i look back on just the 90s in general is like what a time to be alive uh we really had no problem we really didn't know how bad it was gonna get post 9-11 it truly everything has really not been this like our concerns were just so different in the 90s you know it's uh as a child obviously i didn't have much to worry about thank goodness but um as like 
you know, you even look at like just media at the time and like, you know, it's like people were, it was like a 10 year mm. period of like no real big world war necessarily. Like there was just, uh, it was a, a pretty, uh, also we made a lot of money as a country. That, that, that Remember day. the robust middle class? We asked to have a robust middle class. Wait, there weren't no war. What, when were the console wars? Well, the console wars did actually happen in the early nineties. That's right. Okay, yeah. then we'll do another. We'll do an they episode about that another time. Yeah. Uh, here are some popular movies at the time: Independence Day, Twister, Welcome to Earth, Mission Impossible, Welcome to Twister, Welcome to Twister, Welcome, Welcome to, to Upside Down, Yeah, The Rock, Welcome to Rock. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, Walt Disney's The Rock. By the way, oh, really? really? Didn't know. Didn't know that. Yeah, uh, The hmm. Nutty Professor. Those are the top five. Wow. Uh, highest grossing movies well, of that year. Clump. But what wins Best Picture <laughs> at the Academy Awards? Braveheart by Mel Gibson. Hmm. Um, yeah. Welcome to Scotch. Scots, yeah. Well, Only yeah. I could know how that aged. <laughs> uh, the top five singles of 1996 are number one, The Macarena. Uh, I remember two, The Macarena. Tyler's dad. He was a hot single. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I wasn't even sad about the divorce. (laughs) I have to say, since it came back up again on uh, Reactivators, Edgar Montplacier once said, Nintendo is for children of divorced parents. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, that was all I was thinking about. As my dad was in the audience. I, I disagree with that. I think Sega is for divorced parents. And uh, we also have that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So the Macarena is the number one song. I remember the Macarena like crazy. I remember do, ha- doing the Macarena a lot at weddings for the next 10 years. I actually mm. can't remember how it goes. Do you know how it goes, Jeremy? <laughs> Macarena. Um, okay. Uh, the next, uh, number two, <laughs> One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. Number three, mm. Because You Loved Me by Celine Dion. Number four on the chart charts, Nobody Knows by The Tony Rich Project. And number five, one. Always Be My Baby by Mariah Carey. Oh. Two of the top five for Mariah Carey. Dang. Queen of uh, Christmas. When you look back, uh, most uh, music publications recognize Beck's Odelay is actually being the best album of that year. Mm. Um. So, yeah, uh, that's sort of to put us in the mindset of what's going on. Video games are also uh, very important to this podcast. Uh, So what's happening in gaming? Well, uh, the Nintendo 64 launches. We can't really talk about this game without talking about the Nintendo 64 launching and what that kind of did to the industry and to the medium of gaming. The PlayStation one and the, and the Sega Saturn had been out for about a year and some change at the time when this, uh, when it launched. Uh, and although I will say, I don't think there are on either console, any qualified notable 3d platformers at the time. A lot of the ones that I had thought might have predated Mario 64 actually come out the very same year as Mario 64, which is kind of which is kind of nuts. Or a year later, um, Mario 64 actually beats most 3D platformers to the market. Now there might be some PC stuff that I don't know about, but I think the only thing I would consider close is a game like Jumping Flash, which I think mm-hmm. for the PlayStation One does come out. 
before, but I'm not even really sure about that. Let me. Let me it let me it, uh, it did, and um, there was one other game that predated yeah. that that I also am having trouble thinking of. And right. then Bubsy 3D also came out before, but it was a piece of garbage. So mm-hmm. no Bubsy one Bubsy really <laughs> Bubsy 3D uh, breaking ground. But Bubsy 3D comes out in '96. It comes out the same year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can. Uh, yes, a, a couple games kind of make it to market right before Mario sixty four, but not many, and um, it uh, they're very quickly overshadowed. Uh, the development history of this game is, um, you know, we got we got the dream team here. We got Miyamoto. We got Koji Kondo uh, doing the music. We, you know, it, it's uh it's. It's Nintendo doing 3D polygonal graphics for the first time. Miyamoto specifically conceives of a 3D Mario design for the first time in 1993 whilst developing Star Fox. In 1994, they go into the studio. They start cutting the tracks, you know, bob Omb's Battlefield. (laughs) You know, Snowy Snowy Mountain. Uh, And, um, yeah, uh, that's... That's, I mean, then the rest is kind of history here. Um, and to McCaller's thing about Super Mario RPG, uh, that originally this game was going to be like that game. It was going to be an isometric sort of top-down, uh, like Sonic 3D Blast or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh. th- thank goodness they they decided to uh, change that into a free-roaming 3D, mm-hmm. um, 3D type of game. Uh, Sonic 3D Blast is one of my search terms, by the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> of course. You're not yeah. alone there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I one thing that I think is uh, important. There's a couple things I think that are that we'll definitely touch on regarding like the development of this game. Um, two two big things are the analog control stick, the mm-hmm. thumbstick, and the implementation of the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, one of which is still, I think, universally the being the analog stick, still lauded to this day. But there are issues that people at this point and even at the time had with the way that the camera functioned. Uh, because while there was one stick for your controlling Mario, there was not a second stick for the camera. You you did have the C buttons, but generally it would just reorient itself in the direction that you were facing behind Mario. Um yeah. Yeah, I don't know if anybody has thoughts on the the so many thoughts. The it, go a lot it. of thoughts. I I just uh, the camera decision making, it's like such a uh, um a, a clear indication of how early into 3D games they were cuz they were like people are going to be at home confused going, why is there a camera in the video game? Like they were spending so much time thinking about the camera that they were like, the audience must be thinking about the camera as much as we are. And we weren't. <laughs> so they're like, we got to have a character and there's a whole character that explains Thank it. you. And you'll use yes. the buttons to control Lakutu yeah. to film your adventure because otherwise people are just going to be lost in space. And it turned out that that was like, it's as an overthinker myself, like it's such an overthought decision that like, I'm really appreciative of it. Like I see the exact pathway they went to get there. And it's, it's so funny. It's such a funny decision. Where do you think they're broadcasting all that footage? Yeah. Where, where can I watch the news? Because it is live. Like oh, it's it, is live. Live. it was live, yeah. We are right. getting into the to the actual game intro, but like 
Lakitu does specifically, and this is kind of the fun about actually playing this game, essentially chapter by chapter, is I'm giving more thought and attention and not blowing through Mm -hmm. text boxes like I normally would just to play. But oh, same. And those get mm, weird when you actually read the dialogue in this game. Yeah, but (laughs) Lakitu, as soon as you get to that bridge at the castle, once you've even figured out how to control Mario. He shoves the camera right in your face. Isn't talking to you. He's talking to the audience. Like you're a celebrity. Yes. But his first but word who's is filming chow. him? Yeah, his first word is chow. Which yes. I thought was very respectful as an Italian-American. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Nick. I'm, I'm, please keep bringing stuff like that up. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the choice to contextual, not only to the choices they made with the camera, but to contextualize it is really funny, and I'm glad they did at this point. But... And it's funny that there are multiple Lakitus, allegedly, that he refers to. Mm. We will be recording this. Oh. He refers to them as the Lakitu bros. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, again, this is so funny because, yeah, definitely, you know, uh, I feel like I was going to bring more of this stuff up in the next episode when we get into the intro of the game. But it's so funny how insecure they are about the camera that they're like, well, we it has to be the, the audience needs a care. Otherwise, what's who like like no one has ever asked that question before. And you see the way a lot of other games handled it, which was not necessarily better at the time, but it was like you would just attach the camera to L and R, and you could swing the camera around. I mean, that's how like yeah. most games handle it, or they do fixed camera. Um, um, right. On the subject too, you know, pre pre intro. Um, as far as the analog stick goes, I wanted to shed some light on that too because the stick is incredibly sensitive to your every little move and it comes instantly. Oh my god! It I'm, has I'm no sorry. I'm sorry. Minute forty. Is your control fi- stick not come, July? Edit <laughs> minute point. forty-seven. Finally, a mention of come on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> and. Well, a lot of a few people were referencing. I think Jeremy specifically was referencing the run button in Super Mario sixty four DS, and that's because that D pad was a digital input of one input of you walking, and you had to press the button, hold down the button to run too. Whereas this could, you could very specifically, uh, they designed it so you could very specifically crawl, you could sprint at full speed, you could also like sort of do a little jaunt if you're Mario. Um, but that was a very specific thing they decided, which I. I I just wanted to touch on briefly because it's so important to all of Mario's movements and not just walking around. Yeah. And I'd like to talk in more detail about the, the his specific movements and move set on the next episode. But Definitely. I do. I But if you've ever do yourself a favor, if you've never done this before, go look up like a map of like all of the N64 analog stick pressure points. And it's it's crazy how in uh, like it might be one of the more sensitive analog sticks that was ever made i think they realized they actually don't need to make it that way anymore like Mm. they they all kind of overdid it but there's all these great tests from like my life in gaming you'll see them do these tests of like of like different analog sticks and like how like mario can pivot on a literal dime like change his direction like on by just slightly Mm. moving the how sensitive is the um control stick on the janky controller tyler it doesn't even work. <laughs> so not very sensitive. Okay. They had to be a little more sensitive. Would you say it's probably not sensitive? No, and I'll never fall in love with it. <laughs> I think maybe it was too sensitive and got overloaded. Mm. 
too much stimuli. Yeah, a little Herbie stuff. Sonic 3D Blast. Yeah, and I want to go back to where... And this is just for Nick. Uh, we we brought up Chow earlier. Mario says Chow. That's actually mm-hmm. one of my search terms. Chow 3D Blast. Ah, yes, yes. Chow, Who would have ever children. predicted the Chows would be what Sonic <laughs> helps hang <laughs> grow? Um, um, yeah. So, so, but I, I also like to Connor's thing, like uh, about the controller. The c- controller, the console, and the game are all designed in tandem, along with Pilot Wing sixty four. So, when this game comes out, when this console comes out, it's a pretty big deal, and it showcases both games showcase something that the N sixty four does huge deal better than any other console on the market. It's a huge deal. It's not a big. deal. It's a huge deal. Huge. Remember uh, that kid that like was screaming when he dude, was opened up his. Yeah. He got and, it for Christmas. And the yeah. craziest thing Santa. is the PlayStation 1 is the absolute console winner hands down of this generation. It beats the N64 to a literal pulp. It has way more games. It's a way better designed console. The only thing that the N64 has over its competition really is that it does 3D games incredibly well, which is all anyone wanted from that time mm-hmm. period. So when you see pilot wings up and running on a CRT television, it's it's un there's nothing like it. Maybe Microsoft Flight Simulator, but nothing else. You know what I mean? It's it's so cool. And same thing with Mario 64. I've been on a plane and looked out the window and been less impressed. (laughs) That's right. Than thinking about pilot wings. Man, you fly a lot, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had to go to England, famously. Undisclosed. (laughs) Yeah, playing pilot wings DS. Woo. Best time of my life. Can, uh, Even can, better on the D. Could be Wario in that one. Mm-hmm. Would it be Would it be permissible to talk about turning on the game and, let's, let's and that do, opening of it? Oh, let's Michael do King. it. So, uh, unless anyone has anything else they'd like to talk to about uh, anything pre before you actually hits you snap that power switch on your N sixty four the red light. Beams out into the darkness. I guess blowing into the uh, game. Did you ever do that? Blowing into not the on game the N sixty four. I never had to. Do, I only did that on my NES. That was the only console I ever. Did yeah, anybody yeah. else have to blow into Always. cartridges? I've done it. Yeah. yeah. Does it They're actually probably... work, or is that a myth? I think it's a myth. well. It just worked for me. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't buy it. <laughs> Worked for you, wink. <laughs> I know it. It did. <laughs> okay. I blew into a couple uh, Sonic cartridges. Okay, I knew this was coming. Okay. What? Sometimes it wouldn't work for me. I would put the whole thing in my mouth. All right. (laughs) Yeah. And played it like a harmonica. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Yeah, no. For I, I don't even know if it really worked for the NES. I just know that we would be, we'd be blowing on those suckers like for like hard, like, and you know, you're eating pizza and drinking like Kool Aid and stuff. It's just like all Mm. the. It's just this crap's just flying in there. Yeah, <laughs> I was just makes doing it play that. better. You know? Yeah, it makes it play more. Yeah. yeah. Now that we're three minutes into this bit, for whatever reason, <laughs> um, <laughs> that I that is totally worth you know diving into. I actually sorry, do have, Dad. I do have. Uh, I do have. You're, you should be go to your room. Uh, uh, I do actually have something I want to bring up that's pre turning on the game since okay. we're. But I I want to touch on it briefly because we've we got to move to this spot, but. I love the art for this game. Yeah. And it was made using mm. a silicon graphics uh, machine. And this, like, I can put it up. We, we all know it, but the pre rendered Mario uh, that we see in the art and in the booklet. I've never seen that before. 
is just uh, you've never seen this before. No, oh, stop. We got keep going. It's it, it is different on the DS. He might not have ever seen it before. Yeah, yeah. It's Mario on the cover. Like okay. I love. Like we're looking at Mario and Bowser here. There's Ooh, something about now this that 3D, I've never seen before. This 3D Hopefully. design. This is. Yeah. It ends up being very consistent on the Nintendo 64 for I believe all of Mario's games, with the exception mm-hmm. of Super Smash Bros. I love and game awesome. manuals. They're so great. It's, I'm yeah. so sad they're dying out. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Look at this thing. Wow. When That's I really think of cool. Mario, I think of him in this art style. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to briefly touch on the art style of the, yeah. not the game itself, but um, the like art. Yeah, um, we should also mention too that like Nintendo had notoriously terrible packaging for mm. three generations, yes. including the Game Boy. It wasn't until the GameCube where they had like a snap mm. case. Mm. Yeah. So good luck finding like inbox for copies. This barely of holds together. God, it's like sort of, of worked. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I just wanted to bring up the art. I have a question cause... about that before you put it away. Do you ever blow on that? No, on the box. Yeah. Get out of here. Just this once. Here you Get go. out of here. You did it. Uh. No. Thank you for bringing that up, Connor. So lights up. Uh. You were presented with a. <laughs> A giant Mario's giant. face comes crashing through your screen uh, to a what sounds like a marimba kind of uh, version. Macarena-esque. Of, yes, of the original theme song. So uh, we got a little bit of the familiar, but a little bit of in, the new. In fact, what we get slightly even before that is we hear, uh, I believe for the first time in a Mario game, Charles Martinet uh, says... Mm-hmm. It's a me, uh, Mario, and yeah. then and the 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 graphic pops on the screen. But that would of course be a huge thing in this game. Is his voice, and we get it as soon as you turn on. They're like, "Here's Mario. You're gonna hear him talk." <laughs> yeah, and also here's games. Now games talk. Like yes. that's another mm-hmm. that's another big kind of improvement from what we experienced on the SNES and Genesis. So, uh. What when you guys first? I want to know everyone's first. Like, what the hell are you thinking when you see this Mario head for the first time? Because I, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, like my experience with this is, I turn it on and I'm blown away, like at this head. And I play with this head for like an hour. I'm like, I'm like, you know, pushing B to get him to like zoom in and out. I'm like, I'm like seeing it all the different points I can touch him. Obviously, you're manipulating it to stretch it really far and whatever but like yeah what's everyone's thoughts about Perfect this for the, the play-doh uh generation yeah i was a play-doh kid i thought this was mind-blowing it was so cool i also played with it a lot and then um i'm not doing a bit when i played the ds version i did the exact same thing because mm-hmm. you had the stylus now and it was it was fun to manipulate it in a new kind of way yeah mm-hmm. and more areas i think you can touch um mm-hmm. yeah i uh am still impressed by this thing Me too. <laughs> uh, and i took some time for this games club to just sit on that menu screen or that title screen i guess before you get into the menu and just messed around with him like you were saying jeremy zooming in and out moving the camera like warping his face and holding the button to mm-hmm. that will hold it all in place and then letting mm-hmm. go and it all snaps back and makes a really funny sound effect Oh, um, crazy. I just th- this was also I want to say developed by Giles Goddard, who uh mm. would go on to do I think uh 1080 snowboarding. Um, but oh, cool. uh, he developed this incredible probably with other people. Um, 
little yeah. tech, I guess tech demo you would call it. Um, because it's showing off the N64's capabilities. Uh, it, it mm-hmm. doesn't even need to exist at, it, all. at all, and yeah. that's what's so great about not only this game, but I think Nintendo is a company. Nintendo is notorious for just like we don't even need to put this in here, but have <laughs> fun, you know. And it's just it's wild. What 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 about the rest of y'all? What yeah. what's your big head stories? Well. I was, of course, looking so much forward to doing it again with a, an original <laughs> controller. Sure, sure, yeah. What happened? Um, well, this bunk piece of shit let me down. So now I'm just staring at uh, James Martinet talking to me, and I can't even stretch him out. I stretch love my James nose, Martin. please. Yeah, I'm itching. Tyler's itchy. version has Mickey Mouse doing the voice. I have oh, eczema. Oh. I have yeah. is the only way I relieve the pain. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm Help a disembodied me. head in space. Can I tell you my, f- there's a video of James Martinet, like talking Charles about Martin. Charles Whatever. Martinet. I, uh, and well, that's, that's him drunk. What if um, he hears it? <laughs> what if he hears it? Charlie's. Um, he, at the end of this like video where he's like talking about like, Oh, I am the voice of Martin. He does all these voices at the very end of the video. He goes, all right, see you in my games is. And I'm like, I don't know if I don't know if Mario would see. No, he doesn't ride it. He, yeah, he's not stupid. He, yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not Snagglepuss. Yeah, exactly. It was like I don't think he'd say that, but I, it's, yeah. you know, we'll see what we'll see what Pratt does. But yeah. James Pratt. Yeah, James actually, Pratt. yeah, as he's known. Yeah, James Pratt. I have a uh, quick clip from the new movie. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, Go ahead, really? let's play it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm playing it. I'm doing share screen. It looks like we're seeing a giant face, but it's Chris Pratt's. Oh Mario's wow! I'm face. looking at the clip. It says it's a two minutes long. Yeah, and so we're looking at the face, and then the, the audience is stretching him out. He says, uh, "What is this nose?" All right, great. Uh, Roxy, what do you think about the big, the big head? I just think it's just a bunch I of silence after that. Clip. My memory of it is kind of merged with the mini game from Mario Party, where you have to compete oh, yeah. to get that same face. So, like, I don't even know if I knew you could do this on the menu screen until I played that mini game in Mario Party. Awesome! Yeah, that's that's <laughs> kind of I love that like kind of backdoor way into the. Like, wait a minute, I can do this here. I Maybe love I that. Can... Yeah, like there isn't text on the screen or anything that says you can do it, right? It's just kind of no. like if you poke around at it. Yeah. No, it's really like Dark Souls in that way. It doesn't <laughs> oh, hold <okay>. your hand. <laughs> Mario 64 and Dark Souls are just exactly the same game. <laughs> yeah. <turns laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, if you leave the screen going, he will do a bunch of dances. Oh. Uh, like he like he, like the head spins around a star comes crashing around and it'll fly around a red uh, star gets dizzy he gets dizzy mm-hmm. uh i also if you um but i think if you like start with your cursor like push a uh he then follows you around with his eyes the only other menu i've seen like this is that odd world soul store menu which from like yeah. last year where it like has that in it like, i'm playing oh. that currently yeah it's a good game yeah. but and it's like for no reason it just has this aspect of, but it's not robust you can't really manipulate the face it just his eyes follow you know mm. yeah versus a- abe abe's but i think every single all right game, sorry about that sorry abe i think every single game needs this as their opening yeah. like a kratos yeah like kratos of, yeah, um like manipulating yeah uh Nemesis. the last of us characters oh, I you meant every game should have this one 
Oh, oh yeah. Stretchy Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, yeah. imagine if your cursor was Kratos and he was grabbing a nose and ear and yeah. ripping. Oh, yeah. gosh. Mm. That Whoa. could be good. Uh, Actually, I did we have oh. a clip from okay. the Last of Us TV show. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oh, this okay. one's seven minutes long. Screen sharing. Catch Joel's face. Mm. Nothing's happening yet. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's opening up another tab, Sonic 3D Blast. <laughs> <laughs> He okay. just can't. He's just hoping there's a new image. Yeah. <laughs> this time he refreshes that. Yeah. 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 Is that it, Nick? Is there more? It looks like six more minutes of silence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can we can just let it keep playing in the background. Macaulay, okay. did you say anything about this feature? No, I have nothing to say. This okay. Is, honestly, I do kind of have it. nothing to say about because this like getting an N64 late. I don't remember how I learned about this. It was just like through some osmosis. Yeah. When I finally got a hold of this game, I was like, yeah, you press A and stretch the face. It's just the fact. Intuitive. You just knew it. Yeah. It's just the way it is. This like the sky is blue, water's wet, Mario's face goes goes all over the place. It was not a thing to be taught. Right. Um yeah, I did notice one little thing about this uh little menu thing that I'd never noticed before about playing it today. Uh it is in a it it, I, it must be in a different resolution or as or aspect ratio. It's mm. it is it is a slower frame rate um, than mm. than than the rest of the game. You got a little more Lorne Michaels there. It's a slower frame rate. Oh, he's been on a lot of shows of ours. <laughs> the rest I've of the noticed. Game. <laughs> yeah, mm, Dana, mm, Dana, <laughs> Mario. Mario, oh. Mario. Oh, you call him Mario. Luigi, do you ghosts. still work here? Oh, um, still work here. Okay. Well, uh, that's that screen. Uh, you hit start, <laughs> and you're and you're zoomed into the save screen. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> before we move on, saves. I have one last thing to say about the head. What is it? Is it? him is it a dream is it oh, him going question. through the pipe oh it's like, does like feel... a nothing space with like a logo behind him yeah it's like it's like it's like got a, a, a hell where like it's like your head but then behind you it just says like july diaz 64 and you're like what does that mm-hmm. even mean what does that mean <laughs> yeah you don't have a body you're just nobody yeah but you're, but you're i hadn't still... thought about it but it does feel like go ahead I was just gonna say you're still optimistic. He still seems very optimistic, even mm-hmm. though he's uh, he does, yeah, big smile on his face. It uh, it feels like the cosmic price he has to pay to go from two D to three D. Mm-hmm. It feels Ooh. like that, like to go to a different dimension. Like there yeah. is probably a horrible stretching of your yeah. body and therefore right. face that you, you must be subjected to. Millions of children stretching your face out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they consulted HP Lovecraft when designing the intro to the game. Yeah, like they're they like R.R. Yeah. Martin on the <laughs> yeah, Elden Ring. Elden Ring. They're like HP Lovecraft. Um, uh, what should Mario have to go through before <laughs> we more. start? Um, all all I want to say about the next page because I don't think there's a lot to say is I love the music before it's you a select your file. It's a different song. Yeah, so yeah. you get two tracks it's, it's right away. A song that- 
a song that doesn't appear anywhere else in the game and is beautiful. Oh. It's yeah, maybe my favorite Mario 64 track, which is saying a lot because the music game in this game rules. But the same music too, rules. yeah. It's a vibe, some yeah. might say. Yeah, and I was surprised uh, it didn't pop up on the top five of 1996. I know, crazy. Oh, like really? top five singles? Yeah. Well, I think the reason why I didn't, Nick, is because so many people just skip right through this song so fast um, because you're getting to your, your, you know, how often do you let this screen play? I thought you, know? you were going to say it's because Mariah Carey didn't sing on it. Dude, but if she did, yeah. think about that. Could be. It was could have been Mario Carey. Nice. Um, so I think we're going to save everything after this, after you, sl- so, oh, I should, I should say you get four save files on Mario 64 oh, that. traditionally. Um, Good. so you can have you and your three siblings all playing different ga- Mario games. Uh, love it. Um, or you, or you and your sibling and your two happily married parents. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some people get that. Some people don't. <laughs> I noticed it says Mario A, Mario B, C, and D instead of being numbered. Right, A, B, C, and D. Yeah, and uh, I really, I think we want to save everything else for the next like episode. A, Mario's face on each. That's true. That's true. And then yeah, a number like a, corresponding like a to the stars. Tablet. You can also yeah. like copy a game. You can yeah. delete it. I've noticed that. Have you noticed that you can delete it? Yeah, it's a fun feature. Which it's why would you ever feature. want that? Honestly, <laughs> why would you? Because I feel like that actually was accidentally I deleted something on. Maybe well, if you ever want to start a fresh game, yeah, yeah. If you that's start fresh, for when you a have one hundred percent on all four saves and right, you just need to restart. I'll, I'll also say, uh, speedrunners always have to delete their file because it's quicker to just jam A and the little button is right on. Oh the top yes, file. You so you've always got to delete it. Weird. Interesting. That's neat. Well, uh, yeah, we are going to be continued next week uh, with more uh, Mario 64 goodness. Uh, Next week, we actually get into the game and run around. We're covering the castle grounds and floor one of Peach's Castle. We're also covering Bob-omb's Battlefield and Wing Cap Away. So if you're listening to the show... You can play along with us. We definitely encourage that, especially patrons. Please do. And uh, Connor, what were you going to say? I was going to say, and I know it's not a perfect structure because technically you need 10 stars to get the wing cap listener. Well, yeah, we'll address that, I think, so in the next episode. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out, but yeah. just that's what we're going to be kinda, covering. Kind of threw someone off. I won't say who because it, then they were It also threw like, me off because I didn't. Yeah, totally. They were also kind of like, mm, I guess I have to play this. Well, <laughs> recording so i can get to the wing cap i uh i definitely i realized that like for all of our best efforts and connor did such a good job of breaking this down for us for the entire season but the game just simply wants you to play levels sporadically it it, it wants you to bop around yeah. a different level it doesn't really want you to go like like you have like you know my ocd would love is like one kill it Two, kill mm-hmm, it. Three, mm-hmm. kill it. It doesn't really want you to play that way. It won't let you. So it's truly the beautiful part about speedrunning is they glitch it only so they only have to go to each level once. And oh, that's great. I, it, it makes me thirsty. Yeah, wow. I love that. I love it. Um, so yeah, we'll be back next week with that coverage. But before we go, why don't we go ahead and do a round of plugs uh, for the folks at home? Connor McCabe, what do you want people to know about you? 
Yeah, you can find me on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. I sometimes stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. Uh, check out my podcast in your feed. Call me by your game. Uh, and uh, I have a few more uh, plugs for the for the network. Um, one is you can follow Super NPC Radio on social media at Super NPC Radio on both Twitter and Instagram. And then if you're a, you know, a patron who's not in the Discord, um, uh, if you install discord you're gonna have an invite waiting for you uh based on your tier so let us know what you like uh what what you thought about this episode on the discord channel for the games club um and uh and if you're listening to this in the future and you want to join uh just message us or or find an invite somehow uh perfect roxy poke where can people find him uh, I am on Twitter and Twitch as Red Mage Roxy. I stream three days a week on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. And me and Mikey do the Scary Basement podcast covering scary movies each week. Woo! Perfect. Mikey McCaller. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Secret Blimp. I'm on Instagram at Secret Blimp. And uh, I'll second the Scary Basement podcast. New podcasts every week. Uh, and then follow at scary underscore basement on twitter oh yeah, just do we're, it we're it's making cool. little tweet jokes we're making little yeah. jokes about horror movies <laughs> july diaz uh yeah uh listen to what's it called um uh, what is it called uh Your oh, my, podcast? Po- my podcast inside video games classic but more importantly, listen no. to an episode of Video Games and Comedy <laughs> Show entitled Rosa Mario that will tie all in with this games club. There are lots of Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tyler Yoshi Schnapp. Eggs. Uh, Schnapp69, Instagram and Twitter. Twitter's back. I reactivated it. Uh, speaking <laughs> of reactivated, uh, listen to my, the show I do with Nick called Reactivators. And what's that? Oh, no way. Me and the bunk controller have the same taste in music. Anyway. Damn, dude. <laughs> that bunk controller's wearing a Wilco t-shirt. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Wait a minute. I'm looking. I'm taking a better look at the bunk controller. The bunk controller looks like the kid that sold you the controller. What the fuck? <laughs> that what? little kid? <laughs> no, I think you're probably thinking of somebody else. Yeah. Uh, okay. Nick Costanza, where can people find you? At Nick underscore Costanza on Twitter, at Reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, check out Reactivators and the Bonk Boys, not the Bunk Boys. And someone <laughs> mentioned uh, Mario games making them thirsty. That's how I feel about Sonic. Okay, great. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. Stay tuned for uh, for a new episode next week, and we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.